Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey, it's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, April 11, 2023. Welcome to Elijah Streams. I'm Steve Schultz, your host, along with my wife, Doreen. We founded uh, both Elijah List right here and Elijah Streams that you're watching beginning 26 years ago this month. And so you are in year 26 of us bringing the voice of the prophets to you and loving every minute of it. So we're going to have Johnny Enlow and uh, and his and my guest, I guess you'd say together, uh, almost like a panel, but we're bringing Andrew Whalen back on. He was with us last week. He's got this amazing dream. So uh, we're going to bring Johnny on first to do some uh, a little bit of uh, presentation of what he's got, and then we'll bring uh, Andrew on. Uh, it's going to be a full show, so without further delay, let's go ahead and run that spot about the wells to keep uh, that right in front of our folks. So go ahead and run that, Eric. Uh, I love that spot. I love that particular one with the music and, of course, the whole joy aspect of these people celebrating with the clean fresh water. Thanks again, as always, your support uh, to the for those that are impoverished around the world. Uh, we're going to more and more and more. So, all right, uh, it's time to bring in Johnny Enlow Unfiltered. So here we go. 1349 hours declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Johnny Enlow, you're not, you're somewhere else. I, you don't, don't tell us where you are unless you want to. You're not at home. Well, no, we're, yeah, you know, we'll say we're somewhere. Okay. We're somewhere in Hawaii. Okay. There you and go. One, okay. Just live with it. Just deal with it. Right? <laughs> just deal with it. And we're a day late because um, yesterday was Elizabeth and myself's 35th wedding anniversary. And so, mm. We had a congratulations, a a fun day. Uh, This is just uh, a fun added to it. Steve is that of course yesterday, literally right outside. Yeah, that's what people recognize. So this is where we're where we're staying here, and uh, somebody had donated uh, a massage for Elizabeth and I, uh, walking distance, real close to where we're at right now. So I uh, I was there, but I'd gone into the wrong. I was supposed to be on floor number two, and I was on the uh, bottom floor executive offices. I go in, and so there's a, a secretary there. She might be watching right now. <clears throat> and I was like, is this where the uh, you know, massage is like? No, but she didn't even answer. She just looked at me like, I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe I'm finally meeting you. And uh, I was like, what? She, she watches Elijah streams all oh, the time. Oh, what do you know? She, my goodness. We had some of those programs where, you know, if you're called to a certain mountain, you're going to feel certain this. And she was telling me how she had felt. So it was like, is 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 amazing, amazing. to. Her. It was a joy for me. It was a joy for her, and uh, but it was a joy. Um, I think uh, for me. I think we. I mean, we underestimate the, how this thing is growing. Of course, we have even months ago it was still very big, but your last episode um, with you and I together and Andrew was what three hundred and what was the number you looked at. Last I saw is right around three hundred and fifty thousand. That's crazy. Just That's just a normal. week ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're flying out here, and we cut through Dallas, and we get on a train to go to another flight. And literally, just two people on the train 
uh, and then uh, he's a young man, and uh, I don't know if his father or what, he was a pastor as well, and the young man says, excuse me, but are you Johnny in the... <laughs> so it's like literally the reach of this is like, honestly, wherever we go, somebody uh, walks up to us, and, and, it's, and the point of reference is having watched Elijah Stream's uh, program. So it really is, is getting out the good news. That's amazing. Anyway. That's amazing. Well, Jim, you have, you've got some, about 10 minutes yeah. or plus to, to share, and then we'll bring Thank Andrew in after that. But I'm looking forward to what you have. Yeah, we want to uh, jump right in that. So not too much of the, even though it's fun, frill stuff right now. There's a point of, you know, today's 4-11, April 11, and, and that's kind of the, infer- that's kind of, you know, dial 411 is for information. So oh, this is this is FYI day for your information. So this is coming in from the prophetic and, and we want to understand the purpose. Some of this is going to sound for those who've been listening for a long time. It's like, okay, are you rehashing Trump and Q stuff? And it's it, it, guess in a way, but it's because this is what the Lord is speaking right now, but with a clear instruction. And the clear instruction is it's time to uh, enter an agreement with prayer, decrees, declarations, we understand already that long-term, we have to be active in all the seven mountains. We have to be people who participate with what's going on, that we can't just think through traditional revival, which is really in your free time and nights, that, you know, okay, that's where we want to have good meetings. But it's like Monday through Friday, nine through five, we now to be in a position, we need to be in in all these uh, places where darkness has gone largely unopposed because even the Christians that shown up have been hiding who they are and like they don't want to get fired. And so we haven't mm. understood this is our mission field. We, we, uh, this is our battlefield. This is our mission field. And so we want to be those who show up in media, education, government, and anywhere we don't show up, Jesus already told us the consequences in his first message. You are the salt of the earth. And if the salt doesn't do what it's supposed to, it's going to rot. And the area where you don't show up, it's going to rot. And when it rots, it's going to trample you. And when it tramples you, it does not mean Jesus is about to return. It just means you didn't participate the way you wanted. But oh, right wow. now, we're sort of, yeah, we're sort of in a Garden of Gethsemane uh, moment that, you know, right after Passover and all that, in the sense of it was there that the Lord asked the disciples, pray with me. And um, and so, you know, the what had to take place, him giving his life, him actually executing the whole Passover plan, uh, was on something only he could do, but he he wanted the prayer uh, support with him. It, it wasn't all he asked him to do up to that time. That's why they weren't that good when it came down to prayer time, because they're the ones that are, they're the active ones, the action. They're they're going, they're going two by two. They're bringing the kingdom in, in a very active way, interacting with uh, leaders and governmental leaders and church leaders and and whatnot. But now it's like let's lock in and let's pray and decree this thing through. And so that's the focus. Um, I, b- I believe. So here's what uh, you get quickly. Uh, you know, April 7th is when we arrived here. And the first night I, w- I woke up around 430 uh, in the morning and it was amazing. I had this sobriety on on me and I had really? my. Spirit, yes, my spirit was really uh, stirred up and it was, you know, um, uh, it's time. It's time to it's time for the judgment from heaven to be seen, the justice measure of heaven on those that would injure the children. And, and so uh, I was, I had all these pictures in my mind of the, of the stories, the videos, and we've seen multiple of them 
of, of uh, children being mistreated, abused, killed by the Luciferians. Um, and so there was what was different for me. I, I think when I first was exposed to that, trying to decide even if it was real or true, I was then I got into questioning the Lord, like, how do you how do you allow this? Um, you know, if we go back a couple of years and I was no longer questioning the Lord, I was just very intense and convinced. And I was immediately, I was like, I'm going to the courts of heaven. So I was just, I was there. Then I I am presenting my case and and it's going to come out strong right now. So everybody be prepared, but it's over Passover weekend. This is the way it was. I am presenting my case so that the angel of death be released on the Luciferians that are killing children. It's what I was saying. Wow. Uh, And I said, I'm asking as, um, as they do, if they kill children from now on, I'm asking that they be taken out immediately. Let those um, who watch, who are watching these, uh, and we've heard about them, these Luciferian meetings that they have, uh, let them, I had, had said, don't let them be immediately taken out. Let those who watch, some in mocking, let them be uh, stricken with fear and terror of the Lord and let the terror of the Lord grab a hold of them uh, you know, and I went on, it's like all, all who rape children as part of this cabal, as they do, may they have a heart attack. And th- I was, this is a presentation before the Jeez. court of heaven. And may instant justice be now released through the angel of death. <clears throat> and that was intense. And, and I realized when that was happening, I woke up, I was like, wow, this is Passover. And, and so we think of Passover as, and, and properly so, the focus is on the lamb that was slain. But if you go back even to what the original Passover was and what it really is. It's about the angel of death that, you know, it was the angel of death against the tyrant imprisoners and brutal enslavers of that day. And so why was the, the Passover a big deal? All the firstborn of Egypt, all the firstborn of the oppressors were now going to be taken out. And that firstborn, you know, part of what we uh, watched over the last several days as well as the, the little, uh, I'll say, cartoon movie of Prince of Egypt from about 20 years ago. And it showed, you know, it, it was a musical Prince of Egypt, and it, and it showed kind of the difference between Ramses and Moses are both raised in Pharaoh's, at Pharaoh's court, but the different attention, different demand on Ramses because he's the eldest. So firstborn is not just firstborn in the way we think of it. Firstborn was he who was trained to carry on the legacy. And in that case, the legacy of human slavery. Um, and so there, there was this understanding that it was the angel of death taking out those who had been specifically trained to continue um, this human slavery that existed back in Egypt's days. So it was a very intense encounter that I was having. And I, I made this statement and I was like, um, because, you know, sometimes what part do we wait for God? What part's ours? And, and there's questions we can ask, why aren't you doing? And then what are we supposed to do? And uh, it's not always, it's not always clear. So I made the statement again, this is back to the morning of, of the seventh, um, <clears throat> actually the eighth. I said, if what heaven's courts are waiting for is someone on earth to be convinced that this angel of death be released, be it known, I am convinced. If it is my role to release him, I release him. That's what I was saying at that time. <clears throat> then I got up and the Lord said, uh, <clears throat> go look at the car you got for rental. And so 
I went to see what the car rental was. And so the tags, the Lord speaks to me a lot through the numbers and the tag. And, and, and the tag was LMA 943. And um, the Lord said, look at uh, Psalm 94.3. So Psalm 94.3 says, Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? And if you read the context, even starting verse one of Psalm 94, or O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongs, O God, to whom vengeance belongs, shine forth, <clears throat> rise up, O judge of the earth, render punishment to the proud. Then it goes, Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? And it goes on how they utter speech, which would be control of media and speak insolent things. They boast in themselves. And they afflict your heritage. They slay the widow and the stranger and, the mur and they murder the fatherless. And they say the Lord does not see, nor does the God of Jacob understand. And um, verse nine, there it says, he who planted the ear, shall he not hear? He who formed the eyes, shall he not see? He who instructs the nations, shall he not correct? He who teaches man knowledge, um, the Lord knows the thoughts of men that they are futile. And it goes on, uh, verse 13 was the key. That you may give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit is dug for the wicked. And so the emphasis was the pit is dug for the wicked. It takes a little while. That's part of the delay that we don't like. But it's like God is on the job. And, and uh, he even showed me the LMA. Uh, LMA stood for let me avenge. So the Lord's oh, saying, really? oh, wow. <clears throat> and because that's how that starts. Oh, God, to whom vengeance belongs. So vengeance belongs to God. He's saying, let me avenge. But you agree with me. So there's a part of me and to the degree it resonates with seers, intercessors, whoever else uh, who understands even uh, uh, the authority we are given to agree with him and execute and release. I do feel that it's important that we become in alignment. It, this this is uh, there's like, this has gone on too long. There is again, what David would do. How long, how long, oh Lord. And then yeah. there's like if waiting for human agreement and resonance. We're saying, let's get this thing stopped. So are now. you, John, are you saying then that what you did, you could see other seers and intercessors and those with authority entering into that same uh, time before the Lord in the, in the judge at the judgment uh, um, in the courtroom, I guess is the right, right word to say. You could see that happening. Yes. And and it was I was 100 percent convinced it's something there's something I was just uh, apprehended, gripped, grabbed by this must be stopped. OK, there's some part where we have to do. There's his part. There's our part. If what you need is agreement, I am here to def definitively tell you, you know, we've been so we're, we're pro mercy. We don't understand yeah. In order to have mercy on the children, you have to invite the judgment of God on those who are not allowing mercy on the children. So people makes sense. Yeah, understand that. Yeah. So um, um, uh, that's the main thing. Then a couple more things, and we want to invite um, Andrew uh, in here. And it's just I'm not going to go in detail on that, but we had the national championship for college. Uh, basketball, both women, men and women. And it's interesting that LSU, the Lady Tigers, they won, became uh, champions. They won their game by 17 points. And 
the UConn, University of Connecticut, the Huskies won by 17 points. So neither one was ranked number one. They had all, all the Giants fell, but it was a win by 17 points. And I believe it's taking us to a first Samuel 17 moment where Goliath gets taken down. So the 17 has to do is a number of victory. Um, and it's a number uh, that reminds us of David taking on something very big that was uh, bringing the whole nation into fear. And it does, uh, you know, for moving forward, for those who've understood the military operation uh, going on, the Q plan, um, that it's the 17th letter of the alphabet. Alphabet. It tells us God is working a plan of victory, and he's working with, he has a team um, he's, he's, he's working with. And uh, two other things in there, you know, the, um, on the, on the LSU Tigers, their star, she ended up being the one that won the MVP for uh, the whole tournament was Angel. I can't remember if she's Angel or Angela. I think she was Angel Reese. And, but she wasn't a kind angel. Um, There's some, you know, she was, she was a rough customer. We'll put it that way. And, and, and it's not trying to target her again, these things, people and scores and, and all this, they're representative. They're, they're like, it's not meaning it's not a story about them personally, particularly it's they're, they're creating a storyline, I guess. And I got, you know, so again, an angel got really uh, stirred up and really would not allow this game to be lost. And so there is uh, this release of, uh, you know, the Passover cover. So the angel of death uh, does not harm the good but this angel of death was called upon um, from heaven, and it was called upon to take out the strength of the enslavers, those that do the Luciferian acts. And, and we just want to make it clear on that. We're not calling on someone who's offended you. They pulled in front of you and took your parking spot. None of that is that none of nothing like that is ever justified to release any kind of um, judgment. But this kind of thing uh, there there is. And last on that. You know, the Lady Tigers and, and uh, the, the male Huskies, they're cats and dogs. Oh, they so sure are. They? Yeah. Cats and dogs. And the term raining cats and dogs means it's raining heavily. And so there's a, 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 a message there as well. It's about to rain cats and dogs. And it means very heavy rain. And it's coming with the justice of God. And we want to agree with it. We want to understand the severity of what has to be taken out. And it, the severity uh, includes understanding this has been going on a long, long, long time. There's an underbelly of Luciferians have thought just what I just read, Psalm 94, that they were getting away. God doesn't see. There's not God. and He doesn't see it. We can do this. We're the actual gods. And he's in the process of making a statement about uh, reality to them. So this is where, again, connects us to the dreams uh, Andrew has, and I believe, again, the timing of how we're making these connections and bringing in Andrew is, is it, yeah, there's comfort and encouragement for us from them, but it's um, laying out the battle plan, and we want to be in agreement with his battle plan. So I say with that, I'm done, right. Steve. 
Okay, so here comes Andrew. There he is. There's Andrew. Yeah. We got him. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Good to see you. Anyway, welcome, Andrew. So, Johnny, uh, we got a lot. By the way, before we get jump, before, you were talking about a Q and a military operation. I'm going to tell people that tomorrow's show is Praying Medic, and it's specifically about Q and the military operation. Before we jump into Andrew, would you, uh, how do I say that? Would you promo or endorse uh, Dave Hayes of Praying Medic? Uh, in a, in a way that you could do that, Johnny. Okay, yeah, uh, and I'm sure Andrew will as well. I actually had a conversation, well, through text uh, with you know he goes by Praying Medic as well, and he had listened to our program um, um, from last week and and enjoyed it. And so I was I said Praying Medic, I've, uh, or Dave is his actual name. Yeah. I was like, can you remind me the books that you have and do you still have them available? And he's like, yeah, the first book, number one, The Calm Before the Storm. Uh, and he goes into all the, the Q military understanding back from 2017. And then um, The Great Awakening was book number two. And he has a third one coming in a, in a, in a few weeks. And uh, I think it's, um, oh, my goodness, uh, where you can get it. There's what, what's the. The, the bookstore, the library that has two names. One starts with a B. Uh, uh, oh, well. Uh, Barnes and Noble. Bar- yeah. Barnes, Barnes and Noble. Noble. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I, I think that's where it's at. And then I said, and the quick thing was, I said, uh, Dave, would you say, would you still stand by what you said in book number one, book number two, with all the delay and everything? He's like, yes. He's like, only people who don't believe it is people who won't read it. If you read it and what's ex- what's been revealed again for me to say it, we, this is not part of our conversation, but uh, does not has not everybody now heard of Hunter Biden in his videos and his pictures and Joseph Biden and the relationship with China and then being bought and paid for in Epstein Island and all the names that are in Epstein Island. Whoever shared that kind of stuff was considered a conspiracy theorist. It's now common knowledge out everywhere. Yeah. It's the top. It's you know, all generations are now passing that information around. And so, uh, but you couldn't say that stuff without getting, uh, number one, censored. Number two, uh, have a lot of the rest of the body of Christ saying you're following conspiracy theorists when it has nothing to do with that. And Dave, and we hope he will tell you that as well. And I, I believe um, that's some of the questions you have. He was led to discover, he discovered this plan through dreams. Dreams told him, dreams from the Lord told them where to go look um, for it. And so this this has been, this is part of the prophetic intel God has been releasing. Now, it's important for people to hear this. Some people might think, no, you guys are getting intel from Q. No, this, there might be some prophetic voices, but I can tell you Andrew's dreams are independent of that. What the Lord showed me was not that in initial stage. It's where people kept saying, you're, you're selling the same stuff as Q. And so then I started looking into the Lord said, this is confirming I am doing that. So there is a, a, a point of reference, but this should be seen. Even what we're going to talk now with Andrew dreams, this is Intel from heaven. These are not people that are just fans of Q drops, but there is an understanding of how uh, they work to. But yeah, I believe, and y'all will believe when you hear praying medic, when you hear Dave Hayes, he's, he's not a, you know, flamboyant kind of guy. He's just very steady and and you're getting very solid stuff from him, so you want to respect it in that kind of way. Good deal, good deal. Yeah. All right, well, listen, uh, then Johnny, I'm going to turn it back over to you again, and you introduce these dreams because it's kind of you two doing this together, 
And I will only interrupt if I really think something needs to be clarified. So you guys jump up, jump in. Yeah, and we'll say right up front that, you know, Andrew has enough for, and there may be another one or two programs, and the Lord keeps speaking to him as well. But we're going to cover what we can. I suppose, Andrew, first of all, just a comment on what you've heard said so far. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm boiling on the inside because it all resonates very deeply with me. Um, and, you know, it's, uh, it's, this is beyond the anger of man. What's the scripture say? The anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. We've moved beyond, oh, this is just the anger, carnal anger. There is a, a anger and fury and uh, vengeance of the Lord that is going to be released and is coming forth now oh, even and so it, it's it's according to his righteousness so i just want to say that is this, That's good. in the church we have a hard time understanding that god's you know it's behold the goodness and the severity of god there is a severe nature of the lord and we are going to see something in i believe days and seasons ahead that bring about the fear of the lord like never before. And with that, we're going to go to that first uh, dream appropriately named the time of Operation Fury, um, April 6th of 2021. We're almost exactly in a, in a two-year period of it. And and again, for people, again, it's, it's such a new concept to wrap around this thing. We get scared of, uh, of hearing about the judgment of God, but Passover is literally, you know, there's two, two sides of the coin. One is celebrating the severe judgment of God against oppressors. And in that, it's the Lamb of God who provided that. But that's what was released from it. And so anyway, so, um, and I haven't, you want me to, we hadn't decided who's going to uh, uh, read it. I'll just read this one because yeah, I have it right Johnny. Okay. And then yep. you you know, the comments you have, uh, Andrew. In my dream, I saw President Trump. He was all wrapped up in the American flag. Suddenly, I saw a red cloud or mantle coming down upon him. I knew in the dream this was an anointing from God that was coming upon him. It seemed like this was a present moment in time or very near future. Somehow in the dream, I was able to jump into the cloud of anointing that had come upon uh, Trump, President Trump, and I immediately was hit with the same anointing he was being given. In the dream, I knew that this anointing was called Fury, capital F, capital U, capital R, capital Y. As wow. soon as the anointing hit me, it was so strong and powerful, the only thing I could do was roar with a supernatural roaring that would not let up. Every vein in my head was bulging and every fiber in my being felt electrically charged with fire and power. It was impossible for any human to create this sound or be able to sustain the power of the roar, but it continued to flow through me. Uh, in that moment in the dream, I realized that what God was placing on President Trump. Now, everybody hear this as a prophetic declaration. I 100 percent agree with it. No man could conjure up. And I knew it was a manifestation of God's fury, justice and vengeance against evil. And I, as I stood under the anointing with President Trump, I began to have open visions. I saw that what the world has seen so far of President Trump, 
was the tame version of what God was about to do through him. <laughs> oh my goodness. You feel that? What yeah, we have that's the tame version. Only, okay. We have only seen as a drop in the bucket of the anointing and power of God that is about to be released upon him to do wow. a historical work of justice. I knew in the dream that the anointing was so powerful that its ability to produce justice would extend throughout the nations of the earth and last for multiple decades. It was an anointing that I knew evil men in hell itself are terrified of. While I continued standing under this anointing and roaring, another vision came to me and I saw an eye and ear upon the American flag. I prophesied in the dream. This is Andrew speaking. Everything is going according to plan. All things have happened for this purpose that now America can heed the truth. No word spoken by President Trump shall fall to the ground. He will be anointed with a spirit of prophecy and favor in which those in whom he blesses will be blessed and those in whom he condemns will be condemned. While I looked at the eye and the ear, I knew that multitudes would be awakened to truth they had not been ready for until now. Finally, in the dream, I said out loud, we have entered the time of Operation Fury. When I said this, I realized that both the military and the angels of heaven. Now, listen to this. When I said this, and I want to say it again. I 100 uh, percent believe exactly this. When I said this, I realized that both the military and the angels of heaven were working in tandem to accomplish God's fury against his enemies. It was heaven on earth to accomplish God's will. End of dream. Wow. Hey, you so, know, can I just point one thing out to you? This was, if I'm seeing this right, this is January, February, March. This was three months to the day after the January 6th um, thing that, that, that came against many of God's people that through this was three months to the, to day. the day. You're right. And so Good that was like, uh, what, just two years. It's been two years. So it's a fresh, fresh word, but it was given to you two years ago. I don't know. Thoughts on that, Andrew? Well, yeah, um, actually it wasn't until about two months ago, three months ago that I actually felt the Lord say, now is the time that operation fury is commencing. Okay. And um, I, I can give you the backdrop on that. Sure. Um, yes. So um, let me just take you into a, an encounter I had. It was This was at the very beginning. It was either at the very end of 2022 or, or I think it was January 2023. Uh, one night I had an encounter. I go lay down uh, to bed and I hear, I don't hear an audible voice, but I hear the spirit of the Lord resound very clearly out of the blue says uh, the nations, uh, the people of the nations have no idea uh, the amount of witchcraft that's truly governing nations behind the scenes. And then I heard the Lord say, but I'm about to shatter the scepter of this wickedness off of the nations for the sake of the children. So I had that word and then I go to sleep. And then as I'm asleep, I have a dream. And in the dream, I'm taken into what I understand is a uh, witch's coven. And this witch's coven, though, it looks different than what I would suspect. I would think something very kind of eerie and strange. Mm. This, this was very corporate and professional. 
and very sharp. And I saw the head witch stand up and um, she was very polished and you would never discern in the natural that this was a witch, but uh, she stands up and all of these gathering, this gathering of witches, I find myself in the presence of them. Uh, but this woman stands up and says, um, we are here, uh, I'm paraphrasing the dream, but basically she says, we are here to talk about the key uh, in order to take back control over the nations. And she said, I'm going to show you a video. And so she puts on a video and she says, here's the key on the video. Um, we are going to defile uh, the children and the youth of, of this generation, and it will bring the nations back under our control. And in the dream, as I watched the video that she was playing, suddenly I saw the future of their goal. Their goal was to make it so that every single uh, media, entertainment, anything that you could find of any biblical or um, uh, family value, they were going to scrub it. They were going to scrub the internet. They were going to scrub uh, media libraries. And then uh, the head witch said, and what we're going to do is we're going to infuse and inject all media and entertainment with two things. One, uh, the toleration of, of witchcraft, putting it in an acceptable light. And then number two, uh, we want to uh, inject uh, sexuality, uh, sexual immorality and perversion uh, so that uh, it, it just begins to subtly grow across uh, the media platforms. And from that point, I knew that their goal, I saw this in the dream, their goal was that every single Christian would have to compromise and tolerate sexual immorality and witchcraft on some level. That was their goal. And so at the after she shows this video in the dream, as I'm still there in the coven, all the witches there and, and everybody, uh, they are. And, and let me just tell you this. I know that many of these people are like the heads and the leaders of major corporations. They're like high-level power figures, uh, but they all give their applause. They give like an evil agreement to it. And in that dream, I rise up. I'm, I'm furious, but I know it's not me. I know it's the spirit of the Lord. In right. me. And I yeah. walk up to the main witch and I said, you don't know who I am. I'm not one of you. I've been sent here by Jesus Christ. And I'm here to tell you the word of the Lord that you shall now suffer the fury of his wrath for touching his children. Wow. Now, let me tell you, at the end of that dream, I woke up. I woke up in real life to text messages going off my phone. It was, they're called Amber Alerts. And, oh. you, you know, the, it's when some of the, it's when the children have, uh, have been kidnapped. Yeah. And, I, and they just start, the alarm starts going off. I wake up directly out of that dream to this alarm, and I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, wake up for the children wake up for the children and so i knew that the fury of god's wrath is being kindled afresh and he is asking the intercessors just what johnny did this uh this past weekend i mean i really feel that was the word of the lord god's saying i'm looking for those that will agree with me being the god of fury and justice and vengeance against evil and satanic forces so um, 
So good, so powerful. Yeah, um, you know, it's very interesting no. that you'd say this because I hadn't heard you talk about this, but like about six weeks ago or eight weeks ago, I began to tell uh, Doreen, I said, I'm getting this from the Lord that, that we are not agreeing with him. He's waiting for us to agree with him. And, you know, it says, uh, submit to God, uh, uh, agree with God, and, you know, it's like, I submit to the Lord, agree God with God. The devil. Yeah, and, and the devil will flee from you, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. And I said, we're not doing the agreeing with God. And this is the first time I've heard this put into words since I had that revelation that, okay, I see what you guys are both talking about right now. And that's so, so good, Andrew. So, I mean, the resonance in my spirit with what you're seeing and saying and the time of it is just... Um, so right on and so amazing, actually. And you just felt even earlier this year that this is when this, the fury, the storm that President Trump himself announced right, you know, the first week he got into office, that there would be a storm and that he was the press was asking, what's what are you talking about? You'll see. Yeah. And so that's really what I will say. Praying Medic wrote his first, his first book, The Calm Before the Storm. And the storm comes in. It really is. It's the justice of God. And we have to say this one more time because we're so namby-pamby in understanding this, uh, I think a whole lot of the church has woken up as they hear what's being done to the children in the, in the sex uh, trade in general, human trafficking. There is an understanding that there has to be a severe hand of the Lord that comes as a manifestation of his mercy. You cannot call him a merciful God if he doesn't have mercy on the kids, on the abused, on, on the least of these. That's if he doesn't on behalf, on the least of these. So the, the him showing up mercifully for the least of these is for the enslavers, the angel of death. Can you, the, can you repeat that one more time? Because I'm thinking, wow, did you just say that? You said you can't have a merciful God if he doesn't. So are you, it's kind of like you're putting the onus on the people to pull on his mercy. Is that, what am I hearing you say? It is. It's pulling on his mercy. It's understanding. It's not that God is so angry at sinners because he's angry at sinners. It's the anger at sinners when they are hurting his little ones. And so when they are hurting his little ones, it's his heart for his little ones. So that's why the distortion comes in. They, people can't face the idea of an angry God. Well, if you can understand whoever's a parent, if someone takes your kid and plans on doing something, there will be a true parental response that is kind and appropriate towards your child. That's who our God is as well. And that should not be seen as some, oh no, he's a doc, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. No, it's the same goodness of God. And he looks for agreement from us. He clearly looks for agreement uh, from us. And this is the time, this is a season for us. And specifically now, this Passover time, and this, again, this 411 date is let's enter in agreement as um, intercessors, seers, prophets, whoever you are. You're like, well, how complex? There's a complex way of saying what it means to go to the courts of heaven. There is a way you just listen to the scripture, said, let us come boldly before his throne uh, of mercy to find help in time uh, of need so we can come boldly to say, Lord, I come boldly before your courts right now and I'm asking for justice for the children. I'm asking that this be stopped. And, and I am in agreement with you releasing even an angel of death to stop those who would kill 
children, those who would yeah. do it as part of Luciferian rituals. Um, you should have this should not be tough. Uh, if you have even a proper parental, a proper love for your fellow citizen, uh, you should be able to engage in that. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. So and, and, let me go, go ahead, Andrew. Uh, I was just going to add to the the Operation Fury in the, the, that dream I knew had to do with the angelic realm in working in tandem with U.S., uh, well, maybe not just U.S., but uh, earthly governments and militaries. And so I really believe that, you know, why did God give me that dream? I think he was saying, hey, Ecclesia, come on, church. We need your prayers. We need your declarations because there is an angelic uh, army in reserve for such a time as this. And it's time to loose their assignment in the earth. And, and to clarify on that one word, you, that dream is, I'm, I'm assuming that's, I mean, we're, we're in the military of God ourselves, but I think you're talking about the real angels are really working in tandem with the real military. Is that what I understand by both of you? Is that your discernment? Yes. And, yeah. and even that scripture out of Psalm 94, again, there was, there was this cry, Lord, to whom vengeance belongs, rise up, O judge of the earth, render punishment to the proud, the wicked. And then it's like, okay, when's all this going to happen? Why is there delay? Why are we saying it says until the pit is dug for the wicked? So that's the part of the timing for those who are like, well, I'm tired of hearing this is going to happen. There is a pit that is dug for the wicked. And that's part of uh, there, there's a coordination with this whole military plan that has been taking place as angels and military uh, preparing the pit that is to be dug for the wicked. And there does have to be the visible uh, realization of all this because that's where the proper, I think Andrew mentioned, the fear of the Lord um, that has to come against the really, really wicked. But there's something about even when the fear of the Lord against the really, really wicked Luciferian comes in, it really, it, it kind of spreads out to all of us. And there is a general need upgrade for that uh, on the whole face of the earth in the body of Christ uh, as well. But I have the, the second um, uh, dream, and this is Andrew. Um, again, the second one I, I felt to bring up, um, uh, October 2019. So this is three and a half, almost four years ago about Trump and military operations is a shorter one. This is before uh, the, if I've got this right, this is before, like, the election. before the election was lost, like a year before the election was lost or, or yeah. appeared to be, it was yeah, stolen. We'll really, this is yeah, a, year before were, a year before the diamonds were stolen. Um, <clears throat> in a dream, I saw the future and the aftermath, the time when Trump and U.S. military operations were finished to restore government control back to the people. The first thing I saw was a large blue flag sign with white stars around the border. And in large letters, it said, <laughs> who is dope now? And uh, and so, it, well, let's see if Andrew can, for those who are too old to know what that expression means, but we'll just move on. Then I saw uh, a second red flag sign with white stars and large letters in it. And it said again, who is dope now? In the dream, I also immediately understood that the signs meant that the Trump team and we the people, get that, Trump team and 
we the people, this is a real opportunity for we the people, had the clout, the power, and control returned to us. In the next scene of the dream, I saw a file with a chart in the file. The chart was removed from the file and shown to me. The chart was a list of every hidden military and presidential operation during Trump's time in office. I didn't see one of them by name specifically, but I did see a list of several military operations that had been used to sweep out the deep state, satanic controllers, etc. I was very excited <clears throat> to see that each of the operations listed had a green check mark next to them, signifying that all operations were complete and successful. In the next part of the dream, I was talking with President Trump. I knew we were in the future. I knew that the Clintons, Obamas, and unknown deep state controllers were gone and justice had been done. I was watching the military peacefully transfer control and power to the people. Trump looked at me and said, the patriots are in control now. I knew that I was walking down a hallway into the future unafraid and saying to myself, this changes everything for our nation and the world for the rest of my life. We had no idea how much liberty and freedom we didn't have, but now do dream end. And like, and Andrew, this came to you, this dream that John just read in its entirety a year before the, the election ever was stolen. Did you have some natural knowledge that there was going to be a military operations or, or was this all in a dream? This, uh, well, I mean, this was all in a dream. Now, uh, when was this again? This was this is 29 October of 2019. Okay. You know, I had, um, I had By already, this time, had, probably, yeah. I had several dreams about military operations prior to this, okay. but I can tell you, I had never had a dream or an experience where I saw the aftermath of what the military mm -hmm. operations were meant to accomplish. And I, I Johnny, I've heard you say it, it's, it's going to be like life before Trump and life after Trump. And that's exactly what it felt like. And I had never heard anybody say that at the time. It was just like the feeling and the sense and the dream. All I can say, it's like what the scripture says. We were like those who dreamed. It, it was like we did not know how much bondage and captivity there actually was existing in our world. But we've entered a new era of like freedom and liberty and love. And and there was so much breakthrough on all levels. It was it was hard to put into words, except I just knew this was like heaven's doing. God did something incredible. And uh, it's hard to explain when you're there. You just, you're like, oh my goodness. I woke up from that dream. That might have been one of the most powerful dreams I've ever had because the sense and the feeling of the future of being there was incredible. So, amazing. Wow. I, I, I agree with it in prayer. I'm like, Lord, come on. I, yes. I've been it. By the way, let me let me share this just along that that line. Myself and my covenant friend, we began to dream about the future, and the Lord would take us many times into the future to see things. One uh, dream specifically, he took us in the future and showed us some breakthroughs and and some good things that we were that were uh, God had intended to happen. He brought us back in the dream into the present, and he told us this word. He said, "Those who have seen." Uh, the future have the authority to bless the present. 
And we really felt like that was a word. We took it into prayer and say, God, we thank you. You've shown us. You've, you've let us see uh, by revelation what you have in store. And now we're going to decree it forth, stand on it, and bless this present hour. So Say that one more time, Andrew. Say that one more time. Those who have seen, say that, that line uh, right there. People need to hear that. Yeah, those who have seen the future have the authority to bless the present. Wow. <laughs> Love that. Love that. That is, and so I have another um, <clears throat> dream here. I want to, I'm, I'm, even as I kind of hear and feel in the spirit and, and, and know those, there are those who have contended for years. And again, this thing of delay, um, <clears throat> that really, you know, torments some. And it's just, I want to speak to that just for a second, because it's, I've been reading a lot in the Gospels, and um, even at Passover season, I was kind of reading the whole book of Luke and, and kind of going around the Gospels near the time when, uh, you know, Jesus was going to be on the cross and all that kind of stuff. But what's clear from the Gospels, I think you pick it up for those who have been enjoying watching The Chosen, which has been amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> is we have Jesus does not mind, and by extension, God does not mind um, his friends, even his close friends, not really knowing all the details of what's going on and yeah. timing specifically. And, uh, okay. you know, there are things that Jesus did not bother telling his disciples. And, and uh, it, you know, he never did bother to tell them that he was not bringing in uh, the submit or die kingdom rule that they all assumed he was coming in with. This is this, this, that was the prevailing thought. This is what these disciples would have thought. It's like, okay, what time are you bringing in the kingdom where everybody, you know, uncle, we, we submit to the kingdom. Well, the king wasn't bringing in that kind of uh, kingdom. He didn't bother telling them. He just let them find out. He didn't, he didn't tell them he was going to die. You know, there were some clues he was giving them. It's like Q would say, you have more than you know. You know, when he's at uh, communion with them, people don't realize sometimes, I think, that, you know, this is my body, this is my blood, and he's doing the bread, and he's doing the cup. Well, there had never been, we now know it, because like, yeah, Jesus died on the cross. Well, he hadn't died on the cross. He's doing this, and he says, this is my body that's given for you, this is my blood. So you talk about, he's given them a, a, a pretty uh, substantial clue that he's about to give his life, but nobody... You know, they're devastated when it happens. They all run off. They all deny they know him and will say. And so <clears throat> they uh, they didn't know that they were being ultimately anointed to be good martyrs. Um, that's what, you know, when he handpicked the 12, he didn't say, well, I'm actually calling you because you're going to be the best martyrs uh, I have. And, <clears throat> you know, the scripture where you will receive power when the Holy Spirit's come upon you and you will be witnesses to me. That word witnesses is a Greek word, martyrios, really the word for um, martyr. And you will be martyrs for me. You'll be witnesses uh, for me. And, and, and so why am I saying that? Because we have this thing. We're all plagued with. Are we there yet? Are we, you know, you see the, the famous line in, in movies. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And, and I was given this uh, quick picture. And again, I'm just doing this because uh, <clears throat> I think it'll help some of you. The Lord is not telling us we're in that car. He's driving. He's like, we're on the way. And let's say you're going from one coast to the other. And you're not sure exactly where or what time you get there. Like, put yourself in the kid position. You're just like, it's like, okay, we just went through, say, Kansas City. It's like, and it's on the way. Okay, cool. And, you know, Omaha, depending which 
which way you're you're going back and forth on Nashville, but we're not on the coast uh, yet. You're not in your in your destination. There are things that are happening that are to encourage us. Even what's happening right now, you're seeing, despite all the clarity of these dreams, in none of them, and in the clarity of words from none of us, is there a date? There is no promise of you know, June 12th of this particular date, this is when you're going to have this announcement, emergency broadcast system. So far, nobody's getting that kind of exactitude, but you're getting markers along the way to encourage you, to let you yeah. know you're in the right, you know, you're in the right storyline, you're on the right journey line. Uh, and, and so I just want uh, people uh, to be to be aware. So the prophets you know, the prophets are here to confirm markers on the way to the end. I'll say that one more time. The prophets are here to confirm markers on the way to the end without actually having the end. The end. It would obviously ruin the whole operation. If a military intel operation and angels are in tandem, they cannot be releasing that to us. And if they are, they would have to know that we would keep our mouths shut because it ruins the whole thing. So you're not going to get the timing but you're getting things that should encourage you. You hold on to, okay, this is part of what goes on in the, in this journey. So I wanted, wanted to say that there. <clears throat> okay. So if you guys are okay. Andrew, number three is that uh, June 9, uh, 2021, the roundup of evil leaders appropriately enough. Okay. It said, this is from you in my dream last night, I was walking by a tall skyscraper. I'm not certain if it was, Trump Tower, but I wondered if it was. However, I suddenly realized that contrary to what everyone has assumed about Trump's loss of the election, because this is now again 2021, um, he was justified as winner of the election. Not only that, but I knew that the Trump allies and military patriots had rounded up all the bad actors, evil conspirators who for decades have worked against America. In the dream, I looked up to the skyscraper and saw that a whole section, multiple floors of the building, had been turned into an impenetrable prison with military-grade security and reinforcement. As I looked at the prison, I saw hundreds of people jammed up against the windows, so many people crammed into one place. Looking down at me and cursing me for praying against them was Hillary and Bill Clinton, Obama's mm. Henry Kissinger, Soros, British royal family, and thousands of others who I knew represented state governments, Hollywood, rogue military intel agents, and so many more. In the dream, as I walked by the skyscraper, I saw Clint, Bill Clinton pull out a gun to shoot at me. He fired but missed every time. I wondered how on earth he was able to find a gun. But then I said, quote, the Clintons have weapons everywhere. However, I knew these last few shots were the death cry of the deep state. They had nothing left. I continued to walk by the skyscraper, and I suddenly knew that what I was seeing was now becoming public knowledge. The truth was no longer being contained. Everyone was starting to understand the depths of evil and corruption in all sectors of American society and government. Suddenly people began walking up to me in person, apologizing to me for doubting. Some sent me letters saying, we thought Q in the Anon movement was phony, but now we see it was real. Multiple letters showed up in my hands of people telling me they were sorry for how they persecuted my dreams and what they thought was false. Dream end. I knew instinctively in the dream that this new information would bring great healing to America and division within. Before Andrew gives a comment, Steve, if you as well. 
want people to be aware that what is taking place, even as we're having this program, that as it, it goes far, that every, these are prophetic decrees, declarations, true statements. This is part of the war is even making these stands with this truth and saying it. So even in the spirit, I, it's because I, as I read, I'm hearing <coughs> clashing of swords. And, and this is, this is, you know, you get that song. This is how I fight my battle. This is the way you fight the battle. You find his truth and you war with it. This is what we're doing. And we invite those of you who are listening to agree with it. Make your statement of agreement in as many ways as possible as well. Andrew, anything else on that? Yeah. Um, you know, I, the dream took me by surprise. Not, not in the sense that I saw the, the deep state actors rounded up, but again, it, two things that surprised me. One, I was in the future again. I saw the completion. Um, but the second thing was, was the apology of people. I never once expect that or look for that. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. I actually understand people's yeah. like confusion and like their hesitation. So much of us have been programmed to think against anything that goes against you know the narratives and and so mm -hmm. we're basically brainwashed so often uh to think in one way and so there's cognitive dissonance i get it like yes. people have yes. time understanding so um i've never once been like people need to apologize or you know like yeah. i felt like what god was saying is that andrew there is going to be a real healing even within some of the prophetic and even within the church where there's been kind of this splintering of yeah you're either in this camp or this camp but but i believe there's a time coming when we're all going to see um just how bad things really were and we're going to have a whole different perspective and so that's what i'm excited about is the perspective you know the things coming are going to lend a whole lot of perspective to a whole lot of people and it's yeah, you know and i want to just comment too I'm a lot the way you are. I'm not looking for an apology someday for people that think we're nuts on Elijah's dreams. But just as you weren't even in the dream, you weren't looking for it. It just happened. There is something sweet about the Lord saying, you know what? I know you're not looking for this apology, but I'm going to send a few your way. Uh, so you'll know, you'll feel, it'll make you feel better than you think it will. And it was, again, even as it happens to you, you're saying to the person, I wasn't requiring an apology but thank you. You know, that that's uh, that's a, that's really good. And I think a lot of people who are sick, because we're written to all the time, every day. My husband won't talk to me. My family thinks I'm crazy. And there are people that are Elijah's dreams and they follow the prophets. And God wants some of them to know he's going to send a few thank yous from people uh, later. But don't look for it. Just let it happen. You know, that that's a little commentary on my point. Uh, I've, I've already had it happen, to be honest. I've already wow. had people um, reach out to me saying, Andrew, I'm so sorry. I thought wow. you were a conspiracy wacko, <laughs> you know, and and they actually on their own. I, I didn't try to persuade them. It was God showing them. It was, you know, just what's happening in our world. All yeah, what's sudden, already they're starting to see some things. And so that was encouraging. You know, it's like, Very OK, there, there really is an awakening taking place. And I think that's. What you just said that there really is an awakening taking place. I think that's what we rejoice at the most, even from a deep spirit place. Yeah, there's the personal. Well, I'm glad you finally realize we weren't giving you false heavenly intel. Um, but there's a part of, yes, it's finally the brainwashing, the deep programming is finally breaking off. You know, the blindness 
the blinders are being removed enough. And that's the sign that you want because you look at, at people and, and even the church and you're like, are, are you serious? You cannot <laughs> yeah. see this. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not, can you see Q stuff? Can you not see God? It's like with what's, what's been, again, with what's been revealed, what's in front of people every day that defies, uh, defies logic. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. Biden's statements, just if you just follow Biden's stuff and just what gets released, you're like, really? Um, I won't even go down that for, t- for time. No, I mean, you and I were at, at your house a few weeks ago, and I you were having this discussion, and I was saying, it's it it, it blows my mind. I remember, can't remember exactly what words they use. It that people don't see the absolute logic and the truth and the discernment and the prophetic of of Trump being the Cyrus for this day, and it's like they everybody agreed he was Cyrus, and then they said God changed his mind. Because the church got in pride. Well, no, if he was a Cyrus, God didn't change his mind about Cyrus, you know. And so I'm going, is this is illogical to suddenly say God changed his mind? He's not Cyrus after all. He he had a second thought, you know. And so I live in this thing where it's so obvious to me. I don't get it where that people don't get it. I don't know where you are on that, Johnny. This, you're kind of expressing the same thing. No, we're saying the same thing. But on the other hand, to some degree, I was there not that long ago. I mean, yeah. I knew even when I was telling about uh, the wickedness that existed and the things I had found. I interact with governments around the world. And so I know about deep state stuff, but I didn't know the de- the degree of it all is just what blew my mind. The intentionality of the Satanism. I thought there was just bad corruption. Yeah. And then it was like, no, this is intentional. Uh, there is... Uh, yeah, you know the, the 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 bloodshed, the depopulation agenda that is not just five people trying to push it, but they have actually conscribed. They have they've they've created gatekeepers at the top of all the seven mountains that all have to be in agreement with their depopulation. If you don't understand another word for depopulation agenda, is killing, murder, because they want the world quickly brought down to two billion and then five hundred million. And, and and you have they they say you know you have Bill Gates saying I believe with vaccines we can bring the world to uh, um, to two billion people we can protect the planet people all nodding yes I'm like did you hear what he just said he just I said know. with vaccines we can kill five billion people and you just let them get away with it and yeah. so that's the the cognitive craziness that is that is out there that we're uh, been contending with um, I want to do this uh, next stream but. Steve, and for the team that's that's listening there, we we meant to do it last um, last week, but if if you have it, the, there is um, a, a post that had the word um, vindicate. Trump said, "I have I was indicted." For those who know the, those two, let us know when you have and ready to go with it. And and I want to comment on that briefly. Is it, it post? Where are they where are they looking for this? Is it something you sent in, Johnny? Yes, and and it was they had it ready to go last week. They had it ready oh, to okay. go. Okay, I see. Um, and and whoever figures that out, let us wins uh, the prize. And I will yeah. uh, I will comment on that because there's a point there of this coordination. Uh, okay, they're saying give us give us a minute on that, and maybe we'll we'll present that after this uh, this next this next dream because um, 
this is really this is really a good one. So this is um, from January 2022. Um, again, Andrew Whalen's. These are his his dreams. The Patriots and Trump will win. And dream I, in his dream, I saw two teams playing football in the Super Bowl. The first team was called the Patriots, and the second team had no recognizable name. At halftime, a huge military plane landed on the field, and President Trump came off the plane to join with Patriots. At the beginning of the second half of the game, Trump gave the kickoff, but it was an onside kick. It looked like the opposing team was going to get the ball, but Trump actually took possession of the football and ran it into the end zone for the touchdown. I saw that this was the winning score, and Patriots won. Um, and he says, I believe this dream may be a picture of what stage we are in on the onside kick. It looks like the ball is being sent to the opposing team, but it's actually the Patriots who will take possession <clears throat> with Trump and win. Just to add to that before Andrew uh, and Steve, whatever else to. Um, so the onside kick for people to understand, uh, for those who don't know football terminology, because we know we have people from other countries and even um, people in the United States are not. What, what's an onside kick? Well, after you score, after it's been your turn with the ball, you're supposed to. There's a kick, and you kick the ball to the opposition. Say, okay, it's your turn. We can apply it to an election. Okay, Trump had his four years. Okay, it's now your turn. And so Trump's lined up like to kick the ball. He's, you know, even though he never till this day has conceded. Um, right. And so that's an important thing to understand. And so he did an onside kick. An onside kick is a riskier uh, attempt. You kick the ball. Once it goes 10 yards, it's anybody in anybody's ball. You can pile on. And so um, it's it's not a high percentage to recover the ball, but he was shown in his dream that Trump recovered the ball and actually uh, he's the one that headed in into the end. So it really does speak into the situation where it looks like power has been turned over because, no, you kicked you were the kickoff. Yeah, it was a kick. It was an onside kick. We're still Patriots are still in control. Anything else, Andrew, on that? Yeah. Um, well, just just to back it up in. Um, so that dream was I, I look at that dream as almost like a a second tier to a first dream that took place in October of 2020, October 28th, uh, I believe. Yeah. October 28th, 2020. Um I had just for eight weeks, I was in Colorado Springs with Lou Engel and um, Lou basically said, why don't you raise up a, a you know, a, a prayer prophetic community to go after, you know, the elections and these dreams. And so we did, we raised something up called special forces. And we had about 15 people that we lived together essentially for uh, eight weeks and we wow. went we were going day and night praying, you know, fasting. And during that time on, this is before the election of 2020, I had a dream. And in this dream, um, it was, let me see here. Uh, yeah, I think I see that if, if you need me to remind you any of it. Okay. I see it right here. Yeah. So um, the following, okay. So in the dream, our prayer team in Colorado Springs, uh, we're praying together. And so in the dream, I'm with my team in uh, special forces, the group that was with me, and we're praying for Trump in the elections. And suddenly the scene shifted and our prayer team was watching the Super Bowl on TV. And I knew that we were watching a team called the Patriots playing against an opposing 
unnamed team. We were all watching, rooting for the Patriots. And for the whole first half of the game, the Patriots were dominating the opposing team. So during halftime in the dream, uh, myself and our prayer team, we went to go get it like a quick bite to eat. And upon returning, somehow, some way, the game, without even playing it according to the regulations, it was just over, and the opposing team had, had won. They beat the Patriots. And the prayer team in the dream and I, uh, we were super discouraged because we could not figure out how in the world the opposing team won. And we knew uh, this was somehow rigged, that something was off. So suddenly in the dream, President Trump, appeared surrounded with military officers and he came into the room and trump looks at me and says i know it looks like we lost but we didn't and we will win and so uh that was to be honest i have to tell you my reaction to that dream initially was i don't agree with this dream in fact i don't think i'm going to tell this to our prayer team because that's i don't like it yeah. So I, I didn't say anything until after the elections. I should have said something, but um, I realized after the elections, I'm, I'm watching what happened in my dream unfold before me. And I thought how incredible that Trump himself with the military said, hey, I know it looks like we lost, but we didn't. And we well, even on that um, back to the onside kick, you know, Trump is the one that kicked the ball. Do I understand that? But it ends up. He's give, he's giving the ball to the other side. It's this supposed to be their turn. He just as he cooperated with the indictment, they all went in. So he purportedly was fingerprinted, if that really happened, and uh, he came out of there in a better mood than when he went in. And because <laughs> we're going, this is over for us. And he's going, no, it looks like we lost, but we didn't. So there's a lot of little mini skirmishes that that have that same look to it. I think. And, and this is a perfect time, Steve, to bring in um, what we were going to show. Yeah, they've I, got that for you. Which one do you want? There's apparently two different things. Well, there's. The, I think if they go side by side together, and I want to okay. show even how we'll say Q plan. And <clears throat> Okay, so no, the other one first. All right, all right, all right. So this was released. Y'all know um, this is actually from you know Donald Trump, his truth. Um, and these thugs and radical left monsters have just... Well, it should be. You go, oh, he misspelled it. Indicted the 45th president of the United States of America and the leading Republican candidate. Uh, you know, this is an attack on our country, the likes of which has never been seen before. Likewise, a continuing attack on our once free and fair elections. The USA is now a third world nation and nation serious decline. So sad. So <clears throat> he, he, what we heard, here's something Q told us, that Trump doesn't misspell things. Right. <clears throat> There is, anytime you see something misspelled, there was another message that was just being sent. Again, military comms, you know, the way that that works is just so much of this. It's like hidden code, hidden in plain sight. You just have to be a little bit more aware. So make sure you look at that line there. We're going to move on. These thugs and radical left monsters have just, it says, indicated all capital letters, but you know, so he's sharp enough to know to capitalize the whole thing, but he's not sharp enough to know how to uh, spell it, spell it right. So instead of indicted, now here is a Q drop um, from maybe three years earlier. I forget the time. This is what I did have when I when I knew. So this is what it would look like, like when you hear from praying medic Dave Hayes, who will say 
This is where he was led by dreams to discover there was something that would come out just like that, and it would have a cue there, and that would be information that was for us. It was also told there would be disinformation, but just read it with me. Sometimes you need to take one for the team publicly before you are V indicated as a hero. Now, I don't know, you know, to me, this is one of the biggest no-brainer Intel connections that we should be making so that you understand there is coordination. And I know there's concern by some is like, aren't y'all telling too much with the plan? Well, listen, the bad guys know all of this stuff out there already, and they're trying to keep it there for a moment. They're trying to, obviously, uh, it, what's amazing, what they would like to do is to have some legal grounds to go after the good guys by saying they're anti-government. When they are not government, they are criminals illegally there. They've stolen elections. And so whatever they attempt, I'll say it once again, because I get it from the Holy Spirit again, whatever they try from here on out is going to bomb. It's going to go against them. It's going to be a Haman's noose. Whatever legal measure they attempt to go after the good guys for attempting to rescue the country and give it back to we, the people, and by this, the deep state cabal, whatever measure they take in order to attempt to do so um, is going to backfire. But do you all see, sometimes you need to, let's take one for the team publicly. What did President Trump do when he allowed himself to be uh, arraigned uh, last, was it last week, the week before yeah. in New York City? Take one for the team yeah. publicly. And he goes, before you are, look what the word just put there, V. Indicated, vindicated. So if you go back to the other one, uh, be indicated as a hero. These thugs and radical left monsters have just vindicated the 45th president of the United States of America. Think of it actually saying that instead of indicted. They have actually just vindicated. So this tells you that there is this whole um, other world going on behind the scenes. And yeah, there's a reason some of the ones closest to him aren't going to admit it in any way <clears throat> because there has to be plausible deniability for this thing to really continue to work. But we're OK with some measure of, uh, you know, I asked the Holy Spirit about what we're what we're releasing here and telling it's not a secret. Bad guys uh, know about it. And our purpose in telling you is not no worries. Everything's under control. That's good. You don't need to be in fear and worry. But this is step up to the plate, do your part, be part of the solution. There is a part, God is looking to us for us to be activated. Again, prophets, seers, intercessors. And at some point, I don't know how any of you can accept yourself out of that and consider yourself any, you have to be one of those three almost at this time, a prophet, seer, intercessor. Um, you know, I don't like for you to say I'm none of those three. You need to try to figure out how to be one of those three in some way or another yeah. at this time. There's a call to pray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, by the way, that even the word intercessors, it's interesting that that's not really highly spoken of as the intercessors, that the prophets were called, and, and the people get. I'm not saying there aren't intercessors today. There's There are. It's just not a heavily used biblical word. It's because we're all to pray at all times in all ways. You know, so I think... Um, it's yeah, one person, this is just an aside, uh, I think your name, um, Evaz, uh, Jennifer Evaz, let's say all intercessors are is prophets who pray. 
that was her t particular th take on it. I thought, you know, kind of makes sense because who gets more revelation than any other group other than prophets themselves? Well, intercessors are always downloading, downloading, downloading from heaven. Uh, so anyway, there's something to be said about there's a whole lot more prophets among the intercessors, I think. But there's different levels, too. So I won't get off on that. No, that's good. That's good, Steve. Let me just jump on that with, you know, an intercessor is someone that's able to get over their victimhood enough. Oh, wow. To represent good. the kingdom. So that's really what it is. It's like you're not going to be so I'm, I'm just trying to survive. You know, you, you've gotten you're like, OK, I got problems. In this world, you will have tribulations. We have, we, I have not yet met the person without tribulation. Right. You, you may go a week without it or a little bit more, but there is some kind of test that goes. So in this world, so an intercessor, they're, they're, they are amazing heroes from heaven's standpoint because there's someone who's pulled themselves aside and say, you know what, I'm, I might be running low on funds and money and health and uh, uh, funds and money are the th same thing, I suppose, and, and all these things, but I am going to stand in the gap and I'm going to stand for righteousness. I'm going to represent my king here That's on earth. Good. And you can do that. You do not have to remain. Uh, and there's a call to everyone. You don't have to remain a, a victim. Let the weak say I am strong. And mm -hmm. so you you can do this. And th this is a time we're really headed to here. A rush of victory is coming. And you all, we want everyone part of this. And you're going to want to have joined in, even if it's in your own weak way. You want to be a part of this declaring agreeing, believing with what God's saying and, and activating this at a, at a whole nother level. Anything else on, on that, Andrew? <clears throat> well, yes and amen. I, I feel like God is looking uh, for us to, to pray and agree with him. And um, I think that we have a lot of vision right now to, to be hopeful about. And so, you know, I think I'll tell you another quick dream that I had that has to do with the angels and uh, simply put in the dream, I began to prophesy and I said that the number one thing that the body of Christ needs to, uh, to know right now is how to employ uh, the angelic realm. And so in the dream, I said this hasn't been widely understood, but now God is changing that and he's teaching the greater and broader body of Christ uh, how to uh, employ their angels. And I really feel like that's part of what God is wanting to teach us about, that we're not just here by ourselves, that we're surrounded uh, by heaven. There's a cloud of witnesses. There's the angelic, you know, the scripture says that they're uh, ministering spirits sent to minister to them, inheriting salvation. And so we have a whole army at our fingertips. You know, he is, he's the Lord of the angel armies. And I believe that uh, man, let's ramp up our prayers and our declarations. Let's agree with what God's saying, because I believe in doing that war is commencing in the heavens. There is we're, we're going to bring an acceleration as the church begins to rise in prayer. And so some people I, I believe this is an encouragement for for those of you that are patriots, but you didn't you don't know what to do. Well, join in the chorus of prayer right now. Partnering with the word of the Lord in this hour and watch. I, I just believe there's winds, there's flames of fire that are going to be loosed out of heaven to bring breakthrough. They're going to they're going to demolish strongholds. We're going to see an uncovering of things. And you so, know, Andrew, why don't you you're kind of in the flow right now. Why don't you just um, as we're kind of wrapping up here, um, just do a prayer call right now, whatever you're, you're kind of getting going anyway. So, yeah, just keep <laughs> keep going. Yeah. 
Well, Father, we just yeah. say uh, yes and yeah. amen. We, we thank you that, uh, that all the promises of Jesus Christ are yes. And we add right now mm. our amen. We say, God, let your kingdom come. Yeah. Let your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Yes. Father, we thank you, Lord, yes, that you Lord. have a plan in place, that there are things that are, are mounting up in this hour that you have written about long ago. And so we just thank you, God, that there is an angelic army, a, a, uh, a whole host that's been in reserve for such a time as this. And I just say, even today, let Operation Fury commence, God. We say, yes. let the fury of the Lord's wrath break forth against every evil work, yes, against Lord. systems of demonic and satanic structure. We say, yes. even now, Lord, bring forth the winds and the flames of fire. Uh, from the four corners of the earth, we yes, say, uncover every defilement ring, expose mm. all the wickedness, all the altars of human and child sacrifice. We say today, God, partner, let the angelic host partner uh, with militaries of the earth to demolish human trafficking, child trafficking. We say today, let a great shift happen across the earth. Let the, the trumpet be raised up to the, uh, the angel of the Lord that God, today, the wrath of God, the vengeance of God would commence against wickedness and evil in Jesus' holy name. And we mm. pray, Lord, show mercy. Yes, Lord. Will show mercy. And we say, God, save a multitude out yes, of all Lord. of this. That you yes. will turn everything the that enemy has meant for harm. Turn it for good in the saving of many souls, we pray in Jesus' name. Ooh, amen, amen. Johnny, any last? <clears throat> well, let me, this is, a, uh, this was the last one I wanted to share. It goes right with this. Okay. It's a, it's a short dream that okay. um, uh, Andrew had, but I believe it's it, it, like there's a, a takeaway declaration for us and all the listeners. Andrew says, in the dream, I knew I was somewhere in the present time. Uh, it's December 2020 when this dream was. He said, Trump, in quote, had lost the election. As I stood in a room, suddenly a government agent took me into the future. Again, the future. He brought me into the Oval Office of the White House. When I walked into the Oval Office, I knew I was in a place in time called the near future. I came up to the president's desk and Trump was sitting behind it. He looked at me and said, Andrew, everything the deep state tried failed. The fraud failed. It all failed. And I'm still your president. Then I was taken from the room and brought back to the present time. And just it's good news that it was a dream. But I believe and I'm going to say it one more time. Agreement. We want agreement on this. These are things the enemy is clearly trying to stop. And we we believe we're declaring this is going to be exactly what happens. But everybody, uh, he said, Andrew, everything the deep state tried failed. We declare we agree everything the deep state is trying fails and we see it from the future and declare it failed it's good the fraud failed yeah. it all failed and i'm still your president and he's still our president not because we're trumpists not because we're idolizing a man right we idolize our god we love him we love his plan and when he says this person is a key person for me Again, there's more for a future time somewhere. I know Andrew has a lot on even the Cyrus scroll that Trump has to fulfill. This wow. is about honoring our God. This is not about, it's only in a secondary way of honoring 
the courage of a man like Donald Trump, which is mm -hmm. amazing. It, it's respected and honored in heaven, risks his life, his fortune, his family, everything in order to make a stand against evil. We want to encourage you at least be willing to make that kind of stand against evil where you declare what you know to be right and true and what God is clearly saying through the voice of many prophetic voices, through very clear dreams you're hearing from Andrew. He's telling you truth and he's saying, agree with truth, declare with truth, fight with truth. Let's enter into this victory specifically for your children, your children's children and your children's children's children. And that's what we're here about. Amen. So good, so good. Um, now, Andrew, I'm going to give you both a chance here to uh, talk, talk about anything with Restore7.org. Johnny first, and we'll come to Andrew, talk about your websites or anything. Well, just quickly, Restore7.org. And we have, as you know, Elizabeth has her Choose Love series that I just strongly recommend all the time. And she doesn't do it daily anymore, but it's every every week. And then... We have uh, up for discussion, Elizabeth and I will take on different topics, often controversial, and I can't remember what the latest one was. And then we have kind of a part three, uh, someone you should know. And it's, mm -hmm. and it's we, we highlight someone who's doing something in, in a, you know, a reformer would do, a new way of doing things. That's part of the new learning curve, the new paradigm for the body of Christ is not just how to report on how to do things in church and how to have a healing meeting or whatever. Those are all amazing and awesome. But how do we actually show up in the nine to five window and showcase the kingdom in a new way uh, that establishes the kingdom of God in that place? You know, not just from a, a visitation moment, but from this is now where, where we're, we're staking claims. Joshua was told everywhere the sole of your feet, not just where you can send the prayer, but everywhere the sole of your feet walk. That is what I'm giving you. So there's a prayer. This is a prayer time in general for the thing we're talking about. But we're also learning how to occupy the land and live there in a nine to five way. So we, we have those. That's it. Yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. Anything you want to say about your website? Anything? Yeah. So uh, we have a website called vanquishpw.com. It stands for prophetic warriors. And so that's our heart is to train, equip, release prophetic warriors. How do we use, how do we use uh, prophetic revelation and in, intel and use it in prayer and intercession? And so years ago, I had a dream where the Lord told me, Andrew, your prophetic garment is for war. And so um, that's part of what I like to do is let's not just, um, and I don't mean this in a negative sense to anybody, I just mean let's not gawk at the prophecy, let's take it up as a weapon. Right. And, good. And so that's part of what I like to teach and how to activate dreams and how to you know think differently about what the battleground looks like in the state. Just like what Johnny said, it's seven mountains. It's you know, we're to take territory out there. And so that's uh, that's part of our heart. And so there's some resources available there as well. Very good. Okay, guys, this is great. This is awesome today. Um, we'll do more of these. I'm sure there'll be times when all three of us will do it. I don't know if you and I will do some together uh, alone. It doesn't matter. I, I like the three of us. Uh, either way we do that, it's going to be great in the future to hear more and more revelation through your dreams. And uh, this is working really good. So we appreciate everybody watching and tuning in. Like we mentioned, I think the, the numbers were 350,000 on a Rumble channel, which used to be way behind YouTube. Not anymore. Not at least, yeah. you know, not concerning what the works that has given such favor. We're, we're very, very, very grateful. 
uh, to him to, and to all of you for giving. All right, everybody, have a great day. A quick reminder, we're going to record it this afternoon with uh, Praying Medic, but you will see that tomorrow, Wednesday, Praying Medic, and we'll be talking all about Q. Do not miss it. Johnny is heartily endorsed uh, Praying Medic, Dave Hayes, and uh, I see you nodding your head, Andrew, too. So it's going to be great. Don't, don't miss it. Everybody, have a, we'll see you again tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.